millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone. My name is Yomi Degake. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Yvabadene. So welcome to our How We Wrote the Book podcast. So last week, we were looking at um, inspiration and idea generation and this week we'll be looking at how you put together a book proposal. So I guess the first question is, what is a book proposal? Um, they are essentially crucial to making sure that your um, non-fiction book, as opposed to fiction book, is published. It's pretty much like a pitch. Um, when it comes to fiction books, you're able to sort of, you know, if you, if you are somebody that's interested in publishing fiction, you know, propose, a proposal isn't necessarily something that you have to do. Um, you have to sort of, you know, have a completed manuscript of your novel or book. Starting Slaying Your Lane, we had absolutely no idea whether we had to sort of write an entire um, book and then send that off to publishers or if we had to do something else. Um, so when we were sort of Googling, as we've said a million times, that, you know, we had to Google how to... Um, get a book deal because we didn't really know what the steps were um the first thing that we came up um sorry one of the first things that came up was that we needed to write a proposal so there are loads of different steps to putting together a proposal um elizabeth what what does a proposal like practically consist of um so the thing about a book proposal as you said it's it has to be like more than just like a good idea so once you've landed on a good idea um you really need to prove there's a market for it and with non-fiction books, as Yomi said, you really need to prove that um, because it comes down to um, how much it will sell and be able to demonstrate you're the person to bring it to life as well. So if you prove a market for it, that's what the book proposal does, but demonstrate that it is you that will be the right person to bring it to, to life. So the book proposal consists of things such as, you know, and questions to ask before you, you know, you write a proposal is like, who's the target market? So um, we, when we, we thought about slaying lane we were like obviously black women um but obviously black women are very you know they're not the same what types of black women um what are their pain areas um so therefore if the pain is the pain painful enough for them to want to buy this book so what are we talking about that's going to want them to buy this book what are the different personalities and um like we said in the first episode we went to we did a focus group so we were able to have an understanding about we came with we came to the focus group with these are what we want to talk about and we asked these women okay what what do you want to talk about what's important to you your similar ages your different ages your different backgrounds what's important to you um so you have to really think carefully about who your ideal reader is how old are they what what do they do what do they do they like do they like listening to podcasts like what is essentially what makes them tick how will they want to discover this book um and also it's it's all about being so simple in a proposal um you're not trying to you know be all things to all people um if you're writing a practical book for you know for for black girls don't say it's for like white women as well like like a business the niche is good having a niche is very important but 
So don't try to be all things to everybody in your proposal because you think the more people read it, the better. Of course, the more people read it, the better. But I think what worked really well with Slaying Lane is we were very, very, very targeted that this is for black women, by black women, and we are, we're going to write it from our perspective. And we didn't try and do catch them all. Obviously, other people were going to be able to read it, but first and foremost, we were very, very clear about who was going to read it. And I think that is so important when you're trying to demonstrate this to a publisher, because especially as like, if you're trying to demonstrate different types of groups that they may not be aware of. Um, so if you if you say, oh, I want to um, write a book that caters to black vegans who live in South London, like the average publisher, just because of the industry, will be like, okay, tell me more about that. So you can't assume they know, you, you have to go in with no assumptions. Like, so you have to be very, very like colorful and very elaborate and yeah, be, be, be thorough with that approach. Definitely. Um, and funnily enough, actually, um, even in terms of what you were saying, Elizabeth, about really trying to build up um, who your reader is. Um, remember, we did um, sort of potential reader profiles just to really yeah. drive home who our readers were, because um, our, we, you know, the publishing industry is, I believe, 94% white. It's, it's very female, but it's very, very white and very, very middle class. And we wanted to make it clear that, you know, like, okay, this is who we believe is going to read our book. You may have never met them before. So here we are to introduce you to these people. So we actually created character profiles, not characters, sorry, reader profiles, and sort of had like, you know, created names like, oh, you know, introducing Amar, she's 24, she um, works and lives in London. She like, you know, this is, these are what her interests are. Um, you don't necessarily have to do that, but for us, we really felt it helped build up a picture of who we were talking to. Um, and who we expected to read this book. Absolutely. It helped us as well, wouldn't you say, Omi? Because when we then, you know, were looking at what we wanted the book to sound like and everything like that, it, it all made sense. So with a proposal, you kind of do all the hard work, especially with non-fiction books, in, within that proposal. Because mm. you don't have to essentially have written all the book as well. I think that was basically when we would, you know, say to people, oh, yeah, we're writing a book. People would be like, oh, we got a deal. People would be like, oh, you've written a book already. And it's like, mm. no, we haven't. We're going to write the book and mm. i think that's on the strength of your proposal that is going to be so key you do have to write you know a chapter in there so if you google how to write book proposal online there are various like resources that are quite you know very thorough so i would definitely say do that um so with same lane and just in general um the, the checklist is essentially a position sentence um statement so you've got to be able to say what, what the book is a summary and why is it going to sell you have to be able like a business you have to be able to sum up your book in one line. Um, that is, it's it's not oversimplifying it, but you have to be able, people aren't gonna be able to understand it in a paragraph. You have to be able to say, this book is about this and why, like in a very straightforward way. One good way of doing this is to imagine your book is answering a particular question. So for say Lane, how do I carve out my own path as a black woman in the world? The answer is Slaying Lane by Elizabeth, by Yomi Dedeke and Elizabeth Debbene. That, if you're able to kind of ask your book a question and see what part it solves, you're able to kind of get that summary in a very crisp way. Um, then you've got to have, you know, a chapter outline, a synopsis. So the chapter breakdown illustrates the structure of the book and the approach of you want to take and the themes you develop. You don't have to essentially write the whole book, but you have to be able to say, once I write this book, this is, this is how it will be structured. And within that, you do need a sample chapter. Sometimes you need two sample chapters. 
because if you're not a writer um, or journalist um, or you've written a book before, the publisher will need to be able to have an understanding of your writing style. And what not only that, because even if you're a great writer, you've written loads of great things before, writing a book is different and writing this particular book that you're, that you're aiming to write will have a different tone to probably your other bits of writing that you've written you know, for other publications. So you have to give the publisher a very, very good understanding of what your book is going to sound like and read like. And what other thing that's really important is um, author biography as well in the proposal. You have to be able to demonstrate why you. Just like a business plan, the business is also important, but that thing about people investing in people is so important as well. And um, I don't know, I think, Yomi, we worked quite hard to demonstrate why us, because we were, you know, debut authors. Um, what would you say was like one of the key things in that? Because we came from very different backgrounds and being able to kind of, you know, as debut authors, to kind of paint that picture that there's two of us and why both our skill set was, um, I guess, pivotal to the success of the book. Yeah, I think for us, it was definitely that perfect kind of marrying of like two very different people with the with the same kind of like goal and vision. I think that we that we really sold that very well in our proposal and just generally when we were sort of meeting with publishers, we're writers, but also there's a branding element and that's something that's going to be very core to what we're trying to do with this Lane Your Lane book slash brand. Um, so yeah, I think. It, you know, you've really got to sell yourself in the same way that you would on a cover letter or a CV. Um, it's almost like applying for a job because, yes, if you prove the idea and you prove that it's an um, excellent idea, then the next question is, why do you have to be the person that writes that? And that that is definitely like a core element of um, the proposal. So in terms of your biography, it's about making it very clear that, you know, beyond passion and beyond like it being your idea, there's something else that you're bringing to the table that makes it important that you're the person who brings this idea to life. Absolutely. And you want me, I don't know, how do you argue why, you know, a book is marketable? Yeah, brilliant, Um, brilliant question, because literally that was, I think, where we really sort of shone in our proposal. And I think if you're able to, at the end of the day, publishing is characterised as quite a like, you know, sweet like you know um Beatrix Potter like tea drinking industry which it really is you meet the nicest people in publishing but at the end of the day it is a business like any other business like it's very Dragon's Den when me and Elizabeth were like pitching the book we like we were going into meetings and as much as there was you know more tea than you could drink and you know lovely like people it was still a business so in terms of you know proving that marketability and proving that it was you know viable in the mainstream especially as a black book that was crucial and we had like books like lean in obviously and like um, girl boss and thrive by Irina huffington but those books aren't comparable you're looking at you know 90 something percent of the british population that may have engaged with those books um so one thing that we banked on was that as much as saying your name was for black women by black women we still gauge that it would get mainstream interest in the same way that other books by authors of color that speak about the issues of race have people think that you know you shouldn't have a comparison sometimes because like my book is so different that it nothing's ever done before but it's it's you have to show the publisher that's that's the that's the worst thing you can do you have to be able to show the publisher if you walk to a bookshop where your book would sit Mm. and that is that is that's what's more, more important than being like it, it is like for like for this but it's like 
if you is it would it would it sit in a business section under this under self-help would it sit you know with this and that you have to have that so i would say go into a bookshop go into waterstones go into an um, your independent bookshop see where your book would sit so look at what other books are in similar vein talking about whatever and use that as an understanding of where your book or where you'd like your book to sit so as part of also when you know you talked about your you as an author you have to talk about the publicity and marketing part of your your book proposal so um how would you want to you know get your book out there in very interesting ways publishing is one of those industries that you have to work out new and diverse ways of reaching new audiences especially understanding the marketing and publicity side of things so it always it's always quite helpful in your proposal to you know say this is how i want to reach this audience so it could be you know through events it could be through like pr stunts it could be social media i think for us yomi um a, a big part of our strategy was a social media presence so we were definitely one of the first types of people to have first types of books to actually have an instagram account and that is testament to how we saw the market going so this was like 2015 we were like we have to have all these things and i remember yomi like you know getting like the snapchat sorted the the um the instagram the twitter like she was very insistent that we had those things very straight off once we knocked down once we locked down the name of the book so when we went into the um in our proposal and went into the meetings we already had those things it wasn't like we are going to do this we are going to do this yes there were certain things that we were like yeah once we get this deal we would like to do this and once it's published but you have to be able to show that there is some willingness willingness to do your own thing and i think we'll talk about the publicity and marketing side of things later on but ultimately in that proposal you have to have some grasp of what you what you as an author are going to do to make this book sell and some interesting ways you you would want to to reach new audiences and then finally little things that you have to think about in your proposal length how long is the book when would you be able to deliver it so therefore when will it come out um the average book is literally around like 80 to 100k thousand words slaying lane is 120,000 we didn't think we were going to write 120,000 when we first thought about it so it you have to have a rough understanding of is it going to be a short a short book a quite long one um so yeah what's also quite important is have an understanding of when it will be published based on what else is going on because that also lends itself to it being attractive for a publisher so in that proposal if you're saying you know this is this anniversary next year is happening around this particular topic this is where i'd like to publish it that in itself is quite interesting because then you're tapping into a bigger conversation and for a publisher that's attractive um as well and yeah um just one last thing as well like um because we were talking about like um our focus group earlier and how that sort of helped ratify that it was a worthwhile idea um you can also get very sort of good ideas out of focus groups also um when me and elizabeth initially sort of decided that we wanted to sort of have a focus group and um, we didn't necessarily go in there to find ideas we went in there just to basically prove that the idea we were working with was worthwhile um and we had um lots of different chapters initially it was going to be a workbook but then we added like relationships representation all these different chapters and it was actually like a younger person in the um focus group 
somebody that was at university or on their way to university at the time that sort of pointed out that oh yeah you know for me I think a, a chapter on education would be really useful because you know in case I'm going to university or what whatever like or just going at university at the time like it'd be useful so I think as well like listening to feedback um is super important not just because it helps you understand whether your idea is worthwhile but also because you can get ideas that are very useful outside of it because um, now I don't think we could imagine the book without the education chapter so yeah another tip is just to make sure that you're always sort of like not all critique and criticism and feedback is going to be useful but a lot of it is and it's worth sort of taking heed of so that brings us to the end of this episode on putting together a proposal we hope that's been really helpful um next time we're going to be talking about how do you get the ball rolling after you actually pull together the proposal? So thank you for listening and see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 